Let me say a brief word about the Seder. This time of year we are reading the beginning of the book of Ayikra, which details the various sacrifices, the burnt offering, the Ola, sin offerings, Chatat, Asham, flower offerings, the Mincha, and also the Shramim, peace offering. The Shramim is a sacrifice which, in which the participant, the one who brings the sacrifice, partakes of the sacrifice together with the Kohen, the priest, and a portion, of course, is burnt on the altar. That's God's portion. What's interesting is that what's missing in the first eight chapters of the book of Ayikra, the book of sacrifices, there is no mention in the list of sacrifices of the Paschal sacrifice, the carbon Pesach, which obviously plays a very central role in the Exodus story, also figures in the book of Bamidbar, in the story of those that came and could not participate in the Paschal sacrifice, they were ritually impure, having, having come in contact with a corpse, they complained to Moshe, why should we be deprived of our involvement in this important ritual? And yet, in the book of Ayikra, no mention of the carbon Pesach. I think that the rabbinic tradition, the text, the rabbinic text deal with this quite extensively, and I wanted to make two points about the carbon Pesach's relationship to other sacrifices. In the rabbinic text, essentially, the main connection is made between the carbon Pesach and the carbon Shlamim. The Pesach is seen in many of the rabbinic texts as a kind of carbon Shlamim. And I think the key point is that relevant to the Exodus story is that the carbon Shlamim is also called the Zevat. It's a sacrifice which is eaten by the participant, but typically would be eaten by more than one participant because there's more than any one person can eat. In the Paschal sacrifice, the Torah emphasized very much the idea that the members of the household, Yishu Beit Avot, are participating in eating this communal meal. In fact, the Torah says if you don't have enough people in this house, you should join up with the next house as well. The idea of a communal meal, the idea of forming a community around God's service, that's something which is very central to the carbon Pesach, and of course, very central to the, to the Seder. It's actually interesting that the Seder is really a ritual that is focused in the house. Even though in the Torah, the Torah says later in the book of Devarim that the Paschal sacrifice is not brought in the house, but the sacrifice is brought in the communal place, the place that God is choosing. But the custom of the people, the people's traditions are very much, in a sense, to go back to the initial description of the Paschal sacrifice in the book of Exodus, chapter 12, beginning and end, which is very focused on the Bayit. But I wanted to mention one other point about the Carbon Pesach, apart from the sense of community that it engenders. And community is one of the central ideas of the Seder, how one forms a community, not just by eating, not just by engaging in service, but also through study, through remembering of a common history, perhaps a common destiny. But there's something else about the Carbon Pesach that's interesting, and that is, <coughs> One of the questions that is dealt with in medieval sources, and even in the Gaonic period, is this. There is a custom 
that on Passover meal, the Seder, we have three matzot. You put three matzot on the plate, typically break one of the three, probably put aside for the end of the Seder the afikomen. <coughs> but we, have, we start with three matzot. Why do we start with three? The Tosafists make the following suggestion. Passover is a holy day, like Shabbat, like the other festivals. And every festival we have the tradition of what's called Lechem Mishnah, two breads. Passover is no different than any other festival, any other sacred day. So two breads are required, said the Tosafists, for Lechem Mishnah. Matzah, on the other hand, the Talmud speaks of, the Torah calls it Lechem Oni, the bread of affliction. And the Talmud says, how does a poor person eat? How does an aggrieved person eat with a broken piece of bread? So we have the custom to break the matzah, but we also need two full breads for the Lechem Mishnah. There the Tosot says, we have three matzot, one for the mitzvah of eating matzah, specific to the night of Passover, and two additional ones for the Lechem Mishnah. But in the Gaonic period, there's a different interpretation of why do we need three matzot. In point of fact, you could make the argument that on the night of Passover, even though normally we need two full matzot for Lechem Mishnah, but since the requirement for matzah is that it be broken, that the broken matzah might suffice for Lechem Mishnah. In the Gaonim, they make the following observation, also drawing on the first eight chapters of the book of Ayikra. And that is, there's another sacrifice, another kind of shlamim sacrifice mentioned in Vayikra, and that is the Thanksgiving offering, the Karban Toda. The Karban Toda is eaten only one day and one night, as opposed to the normal shlamim, which is two days and a night. But the Karban Toda has an unusual feature that is brought together with 40 breads. The Torah says of these 40 breads, 30 are matzah. And of the 40 breads, one of each 10 is given to the Kohen as a gift. Known in the tradition as Trumat Rachmei Toda. 30 of them are matzah. So the Gaonim said, so three would go to the priest as a remembrance of the three matzot that were given from the matzot of the thanksgiving offering, we set aside three matzot for Passover. And the point is a simple one, that through the prism of this Gaonic interpretation, they're focusing on the idea that the carbon Pesach is not primarily a peace offering, but a thanksgiving offering. That the Seder is not just about community of coming together, but it's an opportunity to reflect upon all the good things that have happened to us as a people, to be grateful for them, and to see each one of them as relating to our own experience. The Dayenu song sums it up very well. The Dayenu is 15 steps, 15 different things that we are grateful for. Of course, had we stopped in the middle, had we drowned in the sea, we wouldn't have much of a story. But it means given the fact that we didn't, given the fact that we went through the desert, came to the land, built the temple, served God in the temple, now we look back at that experience and we are grateful for every step in the process. Where we are today is a function of many steps in the past. The Passover Seder is a way to look at Jewish history from the standpoint of 
what happened to us, what important things took place in the past that led us to where we are today or could lead us to where we feel we should be today and not just today, but could lead us into the future to fulfill our responsibility, to fulfill our, our destiny. Chag